Hi there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know direct from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend Scott Connery from Scott Connery Events. We are going to be talking about today, honestly, just refocusing and getting back to what's important when you have a wedding. Um, it's, It's funny because a lot of people who have been following this podcast and listening to this podcast for a while, you all know that we launch bi-weekly on every Thursday. And a lot of it, I open it up and I introduce you to people and I let you know what we're going to be talking about. And it's, but, and it's all pre-planned. Well, Funny enough, my friend Scott, I've known Scott, gosh, I mean, since I've started at least 18 years now, he told Dan, who Dan's going to be with us today on the show as a not only just a producer, but a co-host, he told Dan back in a wedding that Dan was photographing at Skyline Lounge, which is where Scott also works and coordinates all the events there. Um, he told him that he would love to be a guest on the show. So it was just a matter of figuring out and lining up our schedules. So when I reached out to Scott and said, Scott, like, what do you want to talk about? We went in so many different directions. There were so many different things that Scott and I could sit here and talk about. But then we kind of sat down and we, we, we kind of refocused and we were like, you know what? Let's talk about what's really important. Why we all do what we do. Why we all get married. Why we all plan events. Why I am a photographer. Why Scott's a planner. We just kind of want to like regroup and just kind of talk to you guys a little bit about, you know, what's important. And we're going to go into this episode with no show notes. We're just going to wing it. And that's why I I asked Dan. I said, Dan, sit in on this. Get in on this conversation. So if you are here and you want to listen to like an honest conversation from some pro tips from Scott, who's been around for years and has seen it all, um, you're in for like a very colorful conversation because I say that because you will learn very quickly that his personality is contagious. Like it's just an amazing, he's an amazing person and I am so excited to share with you my conversation with Scott. So with that said, hi guys. Hi Scott. Hi Dan. Gosh, Sarah, it's been a long time since we've known each other, but 18 years, you've got it down. I mean, that seems like it was yesterday. Well, the reason why I said 18 years is I know how long I opened up my doors. <laughs> and I literally... Well, and I've so, known you since the beginning. Since the beginning. So Absolutely. I think it's important for people to understand, um, you know, where where you started. So I met you... So I met Scott when the graduate was called the Biltmore. Correct. You were working at the Biltmore. Correct. And you were the event coordinator, but honestly, you were just like the head honcho over there. Correct. You ran ran the whole first... The top floor. Many hats. (laughs) Many hats were worn by myself at the Biltmore Hotel. I know. But that was actually... When I started at the Biltmore was actually the beginning of myself getting involved with weddings. I've always planned events. It's always been... 
a big part of my career, you know, dating back to myself in the restaurant business and the hotel business. But when I came to the Biltmore, the director of sales at the time Mm -hmm. asked me, I was actually the catering director at the convention center, but the um, director of sales asked me at the time, she said, I need someone to come over and be my director of weddings. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, there's absolutely positively no way. I'm like, I, I just, it's insanity. I'm, you know, yes, as a planner, we love weddings. Have I ever planned them? No. She said, Scott, listen, you can do it. So I went in and I remember the day I started on a Tuesday and I had four weddings that weekend because my predecessor just got up and left and just left everything right there for me. And it was kind of baptism by fire. And was I nervous? Um, more nervous about the brides and the mothers more than I was about pulling off the wedding because, listen, it's a party. I can They're put, more scary. I They're can put scary. together a party. But I was more nervous about myself and this bride and mother with this new person in front of them four days before their wedding. And, you know, it all is, you know, history after that. But And I just fell in love with it. And I realized coming from the convention center, which I did a huge amount of corporate events, mm-hmm. that this – even though there's anxiety involved with weddings, the final end product is always happy. Absolutely. You're always ending happy. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, this really can't be bad because who doesn't love happiness and joy? And it was, you know, fantastic. And the wedding day is like, you know, the Super Bowl. Right. You know, of the event. So that's really how I started my being involved with weddings. I mean, right. It's fun. So that there you go. So for those listening, I would love for you to tell them – um, who you serve, who you are, and what you do in your business. I mean, I know we kind of talked a little bit about how we met 18 years ago and where you started at the convention center, and then you went over to the Biltmore, now it's called The Graduate. But fast forward 18 years later, where are you at now, Scott? So now I'm at the stage of my career where I left the Biltmore and started my own business called uh, Scott Connery Events. I, you know, grappled with, what am I going to name this business? And How'd was, you come up with that name? Um, I don't know. It's a beautiful name. <clears throat> I went through the whole corny stage of, you know, every wedding business that you could think of and the names of it. Magical, was, fantastic like, events. You know what? I name. looked at myself one day and I said, well, people know who know me by my name, so I'm just going to call it that. I'm going to make it very easy, Scott Connery Events. Which, so, not to interrupt you, but I think it is important that people do know you by name. Like, right. you are a staple in the wedding industry. And that's why it was so important for me to have you on. And that's why I was kind of saying in the opening, like we're not going off of any notes because we don't need need to. You are a complete expert. So I think the listeners need to understand that they are in for like a little treat today. But it's only fitting that you did call it Scott Connery. Sarah wanted notes. I'm like, I don't do notes. I can't do that. That's something else to put on the agenda. So now let's just talk. So, you know, I started this business. It, It was fantastic. It just kind of grew into this thing that I didn't expect it to. And that was obviously from building relationships with vendors as yourself, Sarah. And it just kind of grew and it was it was nice because it was about me being able to make it about the client as opposed to coming from a corporate world where you're kind of handed a book of yeses and nos. And, you know, who likes that when you're planning an event? It should be customized all about the person. So what I was excited about was now I could kind of do what I wanted to do with every client. So that kind of like spinned off and became this fantastic thing. So, you know, I cater to 
clients all over the place, weddings. I do corporate events. I do small events. I'll do birthday parties. There's much I won't do. Um, and that's funny because you get to a point of your career where you're like, okay, I'm not going to do any more of that. <laughs> and every year I say I'm not going to do any more weddings. That changes, you know, when you have time to take a breath. And next well, year, I know, think what it is is kind of what wedding business. It's kind of what you talked about that. It's like the Super Bowl. Like, you all don't like to practice, and we don't want to. There's a lot of stuff leading up to it, but then when the main event happens, you're like, oh, this is why I do this. Right. So, okay, I'll do another wedding. <laughs> and smile, and it's, you know, that permanent smile on your face, even though you yeah. want to, like, you know, frown. But what I love about having my own business and having my own name is that it's, it's about me making it about the client. So, it really worked out well. That spun off into my situation, you know, being the exclusive planner over at Skyline. Um, you know, I kind of got involved with that. It was a new project. Um, well, you got involved with that when they started opening. Right. I had just gone through a period of my life where yep. I had suffered a loss, and I decided that, okay, I love having my own business, but now I'm kind of flying solo a little bit. I need a little backup mm-hmm. protection. Mm-hmm. Got involved with that, and I juggle both of them. So it kind of one works with the other. I do not refer all my clients to Skyline mm-hmm. because not everyone's a good fit. Everyone's got a, you know, there's a perfect fit for Skyline and there's a perfect fit for someone out that's having a barn reception and someone that's having a mansion reception. So, you know, it diversifies it. So, I mean, obviously, you know, you can streamline both. Sometimes you have a clients that are getting married and having events at Skyline, but you also go other places. And so you're wearing two hats, you know, kind of going back. I mean, I know that's what you do now, but kind of going back to a little bit of reminiscing, you know, um, for all those listeners, I'm sure you know the staple. I mean, there's a reason why they left the sign, the Biltmore up there when they turned it to Gurney's. Um, For Graduate, graduate. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. The G's. Mm -hmm. The graduate. My my bad. I'm thinking we're over the bridge at this point. I know what you're talking about. I know. But they're probably listening and being like, what are you talking about? But the graduate. The thing is, um, when you left there, it's, it's funny because, you know, the, the city hustles and bustles and, you know, I'll be going to and from other venues or other events or passing through the city and I'll always see the lights on the 17th floor. Mm-hmm. And I always knew, you know, you were up there, mm-hmm. you know, with your hand pointing yep. to things around and, 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 you know, orchestrating the event. But, you know, you've since passed that torch on and now you're at the beautiful skyline and you're also doing your own events. But it's just funny because it's like when I was thinking about having you on the show and I was just thinking about how we knew each other and all these years, I just remember always driving by the Biltmore and and now the graduate and just seeing the lights on the 17th floor knowing that Scott was running that event. It's so funny (laughs) that you talk about my hand too because I was known for that. That and my facial expressions. Yes. People would say, you don't even have to speak. It's just, I know what you need or I know what you want by looking at your face. Right, right. Or that little wave in your hand. And, you know, I, I have to admit, I've got a little bit of OCD. I guess we all have to in this business because it's that's what it, it really calls for. Um, but, you know, in the years that I have grown and developed new clients and developed myself professionally in the business, I, I'll always go back to the Biltmore mm-hmm. um, because that truly for me was – such a gem. I mean, you know, there's no other hotel like that. That ballroom. Yeah. I mean, that's a classic ballroom. And uh, I mean, you know, my three books that I want to write are all based on that property because just <laughs> the people that you come across and, you know, my 14 years that I was there, it's just amazing um, how trends changed and times changed. And don't forget, 
that hotel was constantly on the buyer on the on the, the buyer's block or whatever. Yeah, it you know that there were... was like nine owners right. in my time there. So uh, that was the one thing that I was so happy to get away from because every time a new owner came in, we had to change the rule book. I know. And uh, Sarah. Scott doesn't like rule books. You know that. <laughs> I don't understand rule book. Yeah, so I had a challenge with the rule books, especially mostly when it comes to weddings. I feel that that should be around, and we can go into you know our next right. conversation, but what is important in a wedding and what is important to a client, and that's what it should be about, as opposed to me telling them what they have to do and what they can't do. Well, that you know what? That's a great segue. So we are going to basically focus on today why it's important to a hire and a wedding planner, but also to like what is important and like kind of getting back down to, you know, the, just why we're there that day. So let's start with the basics. Tell us a little bit about, you know, why it's important to bring you in, your Scott Connery events. Why should somebody bring an event planner in? So it, let's, you know, in we'll start out. Event, an event planner has in different markets. It's 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 all different on why you need it. But we'll you know we're talking about the wedding market here, and what I always say is that myself as the wedding planner, it's the best investment you can make because I am there to be the bride's biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. That's and you know we always forget about the groom, but the groom will always say it's whatever she wants. <laughs> so you know it always goes back to the bride. I'm like that's it. Happy you know happy wife happy happy life. But I'll be that cheerleader. I'll be that support system. I'll be the therapist because you know we're a therapist most of the time. Um, you know the days like of, a team. the days of text messaging. It's like you know I'm walk talking people off the cliff with my thumbs. You know, so you, I, I feel like it's oh, a I was just going to say like a teammate. You know, it yes. always like like turning to your turn to Scott and be like, well, what are we going to do? Right. Oh, I got it. You know right. what I mean? Like or something like that. And That's what you want a planner to do. Really. And I'll always start out when I, my initial consultation with a client is that this is your wedding. I know you're going to ask me for ideas. I know you're going to ask me for suggestions. I know you're going to ask me what I should and shouldn't do. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go, I want to know what you want. I want to know what's important to you. When you sit there and look back and tell your children and your grandchildren as you're looking at your videos and your ph- photography from your wedding day, what do you remember from that day? I don't want you to sit there and say, I remember nothing. It's a big blur. Because I hear that a lot. Right, Sarah? I mean, uh, you I, get I, that's the number one I mean, thing Dan, I hear. You know, mm-hmm. So... Honestly, a lot of times, Scott, people... Think about it. The biggest thing of life is a blur. That It shouldn't be that way. I know. And you know what? Honestly, um, as far as... That's the number one thing I get people saying when they're trying to interview Dan and I to see if we're the right fit for their photographers. They will literally say to us, I know the day goes by so fast. So I want to do... Like, you know, whether it be I want to make sure I go to cocktail hour or I want to do a first look, but that's literally the number one thing. Or, or, or it could just be as simple as... I, I know the pictures are what I'm going to have left because I know it goes by so fast. So you're right. It just goes by so right. fast. And that's why I tell all of my clients that make sure they budget for a fantastic photographer and a great videographer because those are your memories. Mm-hmm. Those are your memories because the day does go by fast, because it is a blur, because in today's day with social media, brides and grooms are so fixated on other things mm-hmm. that they should be doing at their wedding and they're not pulling in what's important and they're forgetting about it or not partaking in it. So, And that's also, too, one of the reasons why, you know, an event planner is with them on the journey because I think they forget that they always think about the finish line or, as yep. you would say, that Super Bowl, Super Bowl being in the wedding, but they're forgetting that a lot of what 
is supposed to be happening is happening right when they're planning. Exactly. That is part of it, too, yep. is all the to-do list. Right. And then they have to learn to pass the baton because part of that planning process is being able to enjoy your day. And having you have now built this relationship with your planner over the past year that you've been planning or 16 months that you've been planning this wedding, now you have to pass the baton, put it in their hands. This is what you have hired them to do. So on your wedding day, you can digest and get those memories in your head and have them for your lifetime. Because if you don't, you're going to look back and there'll be a little regret. You'll mm-hmm. never admit it, but right. there's going to be a little regret. Like, I wish I had paid more attention to this. Right. As opposed to worrying about, you know, is that floral bouquet looking the way it should? Right. I, I do have to say, um, I think sometimes, and I know this is, might be a little off subject, but I was just thinking as you were talking about passing the baton off, um, a lot of times Dan and I will see, I mean, we're with our couples from the moment, I mean, sometimes, honestly, I'm not even kidding, I end up turning into like the day of coordinator. Not not going to lie. Absolutely. Not going to lie. Like people forget no. that photographers, we, unless they have somebody hired, we sort of run we're, the show. Photographers are my right hand yes. people because you're capturing the day. And I'm with them the whole day, and I'm like, oh, okay, we need to move it. Like, like I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that, but I'm, I know the timeline. I know the itinerary. I know where they have to go. I yep. know what they have going on. And there isn't, and there isn't somebody there all the time. If there is, perfect. I get to just photograph. But if there is, like, isn't, I'm the one that's moving them along. Right. But what I was going to say was is that um, a lot of times you talked about passing the baton and just trusting their, the person that they hired. I think we forget that there is something to be said about experience. You can you can train somebody to do your job, but ultimately it sort of comes down to just experience and experience is time and it's years and it's months and it's weeks. Uh, I've, I, a lot of times I work with event planners and I'm not gonna mention any names because you know it's, that's not what we're here for, but they are not doing the service that they were hired to do. Right. I find hands down it's the people who have the experience. Right. Period. Right. Period. Because you cannot teach somebody how to get out of. You can never teach someone what's going to happen on site. There's right. so. I know you have so many ex- stories. Oh, you don't, it never ends. Never ends. How can you teach someone that other than just being in the position? It's experience, and it's also. I think it also takes a certain person. Yes. I mean, come on. I can't go and. I couldn't be a dentist. I couldn't be <laughs> a doctor. I mean, seriously. It's it's you know. The higher being has put us on this earth to to do something and use our talents. And there are people that are more talented at it only because it's kind of in their blood a little bit more. You know, there might be some event planners or even, you know, uh, DJs or videographers or, or whatever that becomes stale because it's not really in their blood. It's about the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And it has to be in your blood and it has to really be embedded. Listen, Sarah, you and I have talked about we got to get out. <laughs> bailing. <laughs> like, you just get you like, okay, we're bailing on the wedding thing. It's, it's you know, I'm like, my gosh, you now a mother of three. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't know how you're juggling it, juggling it all. But at the end of the day, we had a conversation the other night, you and I, and, and you mm-hmm. kind of stored me a little bit because you said, you know, I was like, I think I'm bailing on the wedding thing. And you're like, let's give it till the end of the year. Yes. Because it's kind of right. Because this is not a year to judge anything on. No. The past two years hasn't been um, a, 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 a year to judge anything on. So you're kind of right. So I was, you know, definitely got a little breath of fresh air from you about slowing down that um, mm-hmm. decision there. But 
And it's also kind of embedded in me. Well, right. And that's the thing. It's like we keep coming back for more because ultimately when we cross that finish line and we see how happy people are and how they're falling in love, we're like, it's in our bones. We got to do it again. I tell people all the time, Scott, I say there are so many photographers out there that are, are, are so talented, sure. so talented. However, I see them come and go. And I, when I say I see them come and go, they'll come in hot and then they'll leave hot um, or they'll build up. Slowly, like, you know, I, I, how many times I, I hear people say, oh, you know, I hired, um, you know, an up-and-coming photographer, and then all of a sudden I blink and that person's gone. Right. A lot of times um, I think the people who have been around and, you know, th- that we can actually start talking about we've been around for the, the, the teens, you know, yeah. 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, 13 years, is because it's in our bones. And, you know, and, and I know that when we were talking about having this show, you know, we were just talking a little bit about the past couple of years. And I can tell you, last year and this year, you can't judge the industry, but we're here. Right. We're here and we're right. still doing it. Right. Sometimes I don't know how, you know. <laughs> and, and only because when I say that, I just say that, you know, it was it was devastating. And I never want to diminish the importance of a wedding day. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely positively the most important day in somebody's life. Um, so I, I never want to diminish the importance of it. But what I do want to, what the past couple of years have taught me, and what I'm trying now to instill into clients is that what's the importance of the day? What is important to you? Not what do you think your wedding should look like or what you think everybody wants your wedding to look like Mm -hmm. what's important to you and one of the greatest things coming through this pandemic that i've enjoyed is that weddings became smaller um much more intimate much more personal and had so much more emotion um i'm gonna quote a bride that i did this past friday and she had about a 90 people at her wedding, and she only invited the immediate family to the ceremony mm-hmm. because she said, that's all I really want there is my immediate family. Absolutely. She said, I don't want, you know, this friend of mine walking in 10 minutes late and this, you know, she says, I want my family. She goes, they'll be on time. It's, that's all I really right. want for the important part of, about it. Right before she was about to go down the aisle and get married, she looks at me and she said, Scott, I am so excited to marry this man. Sarah, I haven't heard that. I, know. I can't remember the last time, if I even ever have heard that. Wow. I will always feel like, you know, I love you and this and the other. But right before a bride's ready to go down the aisle and for her to say that to me, it, that is what people should be focusing on. That's the importance of today. That's the importance of what everybody's been through. You know, I mean, everybody knows someone that, you know, was they lost somebody to 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 COVID? Whether it was a friend's mm-hmm. parent or or somebody, you know, I don't I don't know anybody that hasn't been touched by it in in, in some way. And what I, I find what I'm finding now is that brides are now realizing that this is important. You don't need 300 people at your wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, you need the important people at your wedding. And what you're going to do at that point is you're going to remember a lot more of it because you're going to have so much more fun because you are going to be surrounded by the people you love the most. Yeah, and, and, you know, you talk about what we went through the last year or two is refocusing on people. I know that a lot of times for the event professionals that I know have gotten married, we're all having small weddings before the pandemic. And I think it's because we, being in the industry, know what's important. And I'm not trying to sit here and and bash people who have larger weddings, but I think we're going to focus on today about what's really important. I know that when I got married, uh, Steve and I, 
We had, in total, including the vendors, 90 people. And it really was just immediate family and, and immediate right. friends. I, I had to cut the list of acquaintances and, and actually some really good friends. You could have had 500 people there, Sarah, if but, you wanted. But, <laughs> I, mean, you could, I mean, you but, could have if you, if you said, I'm just going to invite everybody that I want. That I love. And and that, yeah. right. but, but I really had to invite not only everybody I love, but like you said, like just the real core group. And you know why, Scott? I, I, it's, I want to make sure that everybody that was there, Steve and I are, are just celebrated our seventh year anniversary. I want to make sure that they are still that core group. Right. And it's funny, so I, not to do a numbers game, but I can count on one hand the amount of people that I don't speak to right. that was at my wedding. And it's because, sadly, three of them are deceased. The other two, I, I just don't speak to because life happens. But, right. yes. <laughs> but, but I... Uh, that's not a bad ratio, though. No. I mean, I, I speak to them. I'm just saying they are not my go-to, it, it, you know, ride or die. They're not your people anymore. Not, not, not anymore. We, no. we, there was, they were a season, and they, yeah. were, they were a great season. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to say is the other 85 people there, I still to this day speak to on a regular basis, even my vendors. Yeah. So I think that, you know, I, the reason why I brought this up is being a wedding professional, we've always kind of talked about focusing in on, I think because we see it every yeah. day. So now what's interesting is I think now the outer circle is starting to see that now. Right. It's because of the pandemic. Right. And when you talk, you know, going back to the point of talking experience, you know, there's nothing I won't do. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that because it's absolutely positively true. You know, I've had brides throw up on their gowns, and within a half hour, I'll have a new gown there for them to put on. You know, and it's, what's that? It's experience and relationships. Right. I know exactly who I could call would bring me gowns in various sizes that could come there right. and say, you know, listen, it's only the cocktail, and she threw up on her dress because she was so nervous or something like that. It, it actually did happen to me. But, you know. That's experience thing. You know, I'll get on the ground. You know, when a bride sits at her table, I have to make sure her dress is just so because she doesn't know what it looks like, but it's going to be in every picture. Mm-hmm. So if that gown's just going to be flowing by the chair, I mean, I'll be do all of those things on the ground. You know, this is what I'll do. And I'm not saying it separates me from the other person, but it's, it's like you said, it's experience. And it's because it's about them no matter what. It's about that bride and groom for the entire day. It's about, like, problem solving, too, obviously. It's like... Oh, how do I do this? Like, right. I'm glad it's not a math problem, <laughs> but I'm glad. It's, yeah, now it is. It's it, again, you know, having solutions for everything. You know, if everything, something always comes up, and and I'll use because sorry, you did this. You had a wedding outdoors, outdoor weddings where you know. We don't live in Southern California, girls. No. We live in New England. So let's just start off that you could have a downpour. You could have a hurricane. You could have all of that. So just when you're going into wanting this outdoor wedding, have that in your mind that it may not be a beautiful Southern California day. So, you know, it's funny you brought that up because, you know, one of the um, things that happened, on, and Dan knows because Dan was there. <laughs> um, in fact, you were working because I invited you yeah, and Michael you to my wedding, but you had to work because did. I did get married on Labor Day weekend. So, wah, wah, all my professional friends. That's probably yeah. why I had 90 people, Scott. Right. You know, you chose well. It's <laughs> one way to diminish the list. Because <laughs> like, all my industry friends couldn't right. come. But um, I don't know if you know this, but on, on my wedding day, I. Uh, it was. It rained because it, it rained like for a hot second. Yeah. But hey, they say that that's good later luck, on, right? Later on, is it? later later yeah. on. And so, uh, a friend of mine who's still in my life. In fact, we were just hanging out on Labor Day weekend recently. We were we were going to the bathrooms that were outside my tent. 
So I probably had to walk, what, Dan, 10 feet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 10 feet, Scott. You know what I did? Face planted in the mud. Whoosh. Mm. Right. So mud all over my dress. Because, of course, you're in probably six-inch heels. Absolutely. And of course, I love yes. it. Yes. And I thought, like, <laughs> let's just frolic in the rain and yeah. run to the bathrooms. Like, did, it let, did you get, like, tripped up about that, though? No. Nope. In fact, I remember one you thing. You danced back in after that. Absolutely. You ready for this <laughs> yeah. one? I'll never forget this. So I'm literally face-planted on the grass in like literally down i look up and whoever i i gotta find out one day who this person is but somebody who was on the caterer was outside taking their smoke break they literally mid puff threw out the cigarette and just stomped out and went back in they were like i want nothing <laughs> to do with They're this like i don't know what how this is gonna go so, but then, i know when you you got up and laughed oh yeah of course yeah. you did I, yeah. I got yeah. up yeah. i went inside and all of my pictures for the rest of the night had mud on it yep. But I don't you, Yeah, because the importance of the day was remembered by you. Well, I don't remember if I told you this, but um, I was, um, you know, in the corner of the tent or something like that. And there was like an outlet for all the uplighting and stuff. Did I tell you about this? About how it caught on fire? Yeah, water got into it and it caught fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. I forget what I did, but I like kind of like did something. And it was I took a picture of it and then I was just like. I'll tell her about this later. It'll be funny you later. You did tell me about It'll that. It'll be funny later. <laughs> so, you know, little things like that, you know, that, that you know, are, are comical or, you know, a power outage or, you know, something being, you know, the wrong, you know, color linen coming and things like that. But it's knowing what to do. It doesn't matter. You know, well, you know listen, we've all been guests at, at a wedding too. And do we even pay it? Well, hold on. I probably pay way too much attention to the little details. Which you're, they're pawning off on you. Because you're the warrior. I, and you know, as a guest, I'm always like looking at things. But it's certainly not going to affect my time at the wedding or, or whether I'm going to have a good time or not. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that it's taught me about teaching importance to brides and grooms. My whole, um, if you call it sales pitch, and I don't really have a sales pitch because I get together with them and I want to talk to them from the first meeting like this. If you don't walk away from the first meeting thinking that, oh, I can have a relationship with this person because it is a relationship, because we are going to be glued together for such a long period of time. If you don't walk away thinking, and I have, we're going to have a relationship and this is verbatim what I say, then it's, I wish you nothing but the best and congratulations and, and good luck to you. And part of that is being ridiculously honest. Right. You know, and I will tell them, I'm like, I will be ridiculously honest with you. You may not like it. You may be like, what is this crackpot talking about? (laughs) But I'm going to say it just so I can say, I told you and I said this just so you know where we're going from. And and I try to explain to them because I've lived it so many times over and over. Yeah. So. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about a little bit today is just because you've lived it over and over and over again, kind of the takeaway is exactly what that bride told you last weekend. It's just that you just have to be happy that you're there. Right. And she was happy because this individual actually never thought she wanted to even have a wedding. She was doing it, I think, for her parents. Mm -hmm. She didn't didn't want any hoopla, any of the pomp, circumstance. She just wanted to marry her fiance. Yeah. So, like those people who are listening right now, they I think that everybody just needs to like take a step back and just like you know they're obviously tuning into this podcast to kind of get some information about wedding planning and whatnot. But maybe it's just take a step back and just use this 30, 40 minutes that they're going to tune in and just be like, why am I doing this? Yep. 
and like just enjoy it from like kind of make a pack maybe for yourself like from this point on wherever you're at in your wedding planning just know that the day goes by in a blink so kind of just enjoy each moment and i'm sure it gets super stressed out hence why you are hired right but just like take a step back each time that they're feeling that and just be like this is sort of part of the journey yep and you know as a wedding planner I'm working for the client. Let me do my job. And what I'm saying by that, just release a lot of the anxiety on yourself. Let your planner do the job. And believe me, I don't make any decisions for the couple right. at all. I mean, it's your decisions. But then let me do the work. Yeah. And you just, let, at that point, let it go. Absolutely. So what we're going to do, Scott, is we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, let's just kind of dive into, like, how you kind of came up with this epiphany of, like, let's Great. getting back down to what's important Perfect. after your all your many years of experience. I appreciate you being here. And, hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarazarella.com. And don't forget you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now, let's get back to the episode. All right, well, welcome back, podcast friends. So before the break, Scott, we were kind of just talking a little bit about, you know, how we know each other and what you do in the industry and, you know, your career, how it went, you know, transferred, you know, from being at a hotel to kind of going off on your own. And then, you know, we were talking a little bit about uh, what's important now. After all these years of you been in, being in the industry, we were talking a little bit about, you know, just kind of regrouping, refocusing, and why people should get married and what we're doing that day and, and what's really important. So I guess my question to you is, what what brought you to this point? I mean, what what is making you really focus in on that? Because I do know when I called you the other day and saying like, hey, Scott, like, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you. What is something we could talk about? Because there's a gazillion things we can. You really kept coming back to like, Sarah, I just want to talk about what's important and why we're there that day. Well, exactly. You know, I'm going to briefly start by saying the pandemic changed everybody. Um, and I think if you really had the time to sit and reflect during that time on what was important just in your general life, I think that that will definitely evolve into everything else in your life, whether it be a career or a relationship or whatever it may be. But I'm telling you, what I, what I took away was, okay, so the pandemic hit as a planner, my job got three times as hard. Everybody else locked themselves at home. They were done working. My job just got kicked into high gear three times worse than it was the day before. Because yeah, oh, we, yeah, like overnight, wow, by the way. It's, we had to do all the client retention. It, uh, 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 Scott, I'll never forget. It was a Friday that we shut down. Yep. And everybody's like, oh, I could stay home. And like literally my poor husband yep. was like running around the house with these kids because I was on the phone and on the computer, yep. like not uh, nonstop. Our job yeah. went through the roof. Uh, it was it was it was crazy. And, and again, you know, being a planner, you're kind of like a therapist as well. Yeah. So, you know, we had brides getting married that weekend. 
yes. you know, just coming up. And, and, it and also, was too, not to interrupt crazy. you, but it's, it, the weddings are an emotional event anyway. I mean, right. that's what we do. We deal with exactly. emotions. So now you just took a heightened exactly. emotion. In. Right. So the big, it was, it was twofold of, you know, talking these couples off the cliff and, and what was going to be done and how this was all going to unfold. Now, again, I'm doing this blind. I have no idea what's going on. I, they're calling me up. What am I going to do? Well, everything I was changing so fast. I mean, well, it was like, is this crazy. Is this not a rule? Don't forget, it was right. two weeks at the time. Exactly. So what did I? What did we do? We took them and we put them into spaces in late summer, early fall that we had available. So we had to reschedule you. Not a big deal. It's a couple more months. Not the end of the world. We'll do that. And the reason and why then, you did that was because for people who are listening, it's like it wasn't like we – the reason why you couldn't just put them in two weeks after that, which is what we were supposed to be doing, was because you already had events planned. Right. So what you did is you had all these events come up down the pipeline that exactly. you had no clue you had to redo. Exactly. And then you're sticking them behind them. Yeah. So it was it was basically, you know, a, a, a game here you were playing. It was like, you know, a chess game, moving pieces <laughs> and trying to figure out what was going to really, you know, benefit everybody. And then – you know, you also have to think in your head, you're not just dealing with one person, myself and the bride. You're also dealing with all of the vendors. Oh, yeah. So now to get everybody on the same page was, you know, to me was going to be impossible. And it was just going to be such a challenge. I remember that first week, not only having the anxiety as a, as a human being about the pandemic, but the anxiety because I get so attached to my brides. I didn't sleep. Yeah. I was I was probably it was three solid days, maybe a, an hour here, two here, just around the clock, worrying about what was going to be done, you know, in the world and what was going on with my clients and trying to juggle that. But speeding up, you know, we everything fell into place. But what 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 I found through the whole process was that there were many couples that decided we're just going to get married. This pandemic has scared us. We're going to get married because that's what's important. Mm-hmm. We'll have a celebration next year, but we're going to get married. Scott, come help me in my backyard of my parents' house. Then when it was another reschedule, I had brides say, we're just canceling. The important thing is I want to marry this man. This party isn't important. We don't want to jeopardize people's lives. That's not important. What's important is marrying this man or this woman. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we had those cancellations, and then you had the rebooks. You know, the challenging part through through it was to to what I felt how I was going to lead into every conversation was what is important here. You have to understand what's important. The important part is the marriage, getting married. So what you have to do is how am I going to do this, and also fulfill my childhood dreams, which every bride has a childhood dream of being this bride and having this fabulous wedding. But what am I going to take away from this? What's important? And how am I going to be comfortable with my decision and say, this is what I wanted to do, not what I had to do, but what you want to do? Because you could put the wedding off for two years. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get married. You could put the wedding off for two years. This, you know, things will be different at that point. But what's important, and so many of them said, I want to get married as soon as possible because that's what's important to me is the marriage and the wedding. It's interesting that you say that because Dan and I, so I'm still like, well, let me back up for a second. When people call us, you know, you, you had the standard questions that people ask you, and I'm sure you get this. And then I still, still have the one question, which is, what happens if COVID happens again? Right. I get that. I'm like, and I, I back up and I say, if COVID happens again, yeah. COVID's here. 
Right. So COVID's not it's happening. Not going it's not going anywhere. So, you know, but I do reassure them, and it's something that the listeners can think about, is that there's two people that can still be with you, whether it be five people or 500. And that, I can tell you right now, is an event coordinator. Yes. And it's also to a photographer. Dan and I, we were doing weddings all through the pandemic. Yeah. Just because it's not 500 people, 200 people, 50 people, whether, or even it's They still five. have to be photographed. They still want to be photographed. So we were still going to them. And you know what? Even though it was so super stressful uh, that whole year, but it was the most creative year I've ever seen with weddings. Because. Absolutely. I exact, they, they had to get creative. They had to think outside the box. I, I worked with a lot of event planners that now that they're not spending the money on, on the people, they're spending the money on the, the decor yeah. or the food or, you know, just, you know, just the, the photography. Like exactly. It's just, it's just a, it was a different switch in events. And I'm wondering what's going to hold. Again, you know, in, from this day forward, part of my you know, consultation will be is, is going to be that line. What What's is important? important? What is important? What's important? And and so for those listeners listening right now, that's what that should be what they're asking. You What's have, important? Right. You have to understand like what is important. And again, not diminishing the day and the importance of everything about the day, but what's important should be the marriage mm-hmm. and should be that union and your close immediate family and those people that Again, just like you said, Sarah, that are going to be here five years from now mm-hmm. or ten years from now. That's what matters. You know, so many times I'll have, you know, brides and grooms say to me, I don't even know who those people are over there. And we laugh because it's, you know, probably parents, friends, or somebody mm-hmm. that works, you know, and it's that obligation to have to invite. Mm-hmm. There's no listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, nobody feels obligated to go to an event anymore. They don't. Do not invite them. If you feel like they're on that that C list, be your C list, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. I'm nope. going to tell you, they no. don't. Right. So don't invite them. You right. know, just just save yourself the aggravation. People want to keep this circle small. But what is important? And and always ask yourself that question. That could be a variety of things. Obviously, the marriage is yes. important or whatever. You know, yep. that type of thing. You know, who is going to be there mm-hmm. should be another question about what is important. And when I'm sitting here five days, five months, or five years after my wedding. What are my memories going to be? Right. And also, too, kind of what I said to, about my own wedding is that you want to, the who, you want to invite the people who who will be there year after year after year. And, um, you know, you should, like I said, you, you have successful guest list if those people are around for right. each year. Absolutely. And the other part of that, too, is, you know, I've seen, piggybacking on what you were saying, creativity the past couple of years. Yeah. And that's the other part of it, too. You know, I always will go back, and the Europeans do it, right? They always have. That, you know, weddings to them are celebrations. Mm-hmm. They're not this whole scripted American wedding that everything, you know, got to cut the cake, got to do the dance, got to do... It's a celebration. It goes on for days. Mm-hmm. It's in the backyard. Right. It goes on for days. You can still wear the beautiful gown. Yeah. You can still have the pretty flowers all over the place if you want, you know, but it's a celebration to them. Food. Sarah, we're Italian. Right. Okay. It's all about the food. To me, I was brought up, food is love. That's an important part that you take away from it. You know, think about the gorgeous menu you can have for 50 people as opposed to 200. Right. You know, so it, those are things that 
I'm seeing a little bit of a trend of, and now even leading into the years 2022 and 2023, which are now ramping up. You, you know, I'm not seeing that burst into a large wedding. So it's interesting that you say that. So I, I don't know about you. I have the, this year. I'm quote unquote, for lack of better words, I hate to say what I'm about to say because I think there's a better word to say, but. Um, finishing up my COVID weddings, yep. right? So Dan and I, we pretty much moving forward after this year are all new bookings. Yep. We still have a few people who are fitting. I have this one client though, one client that she did move her wedding until next year. And it's because kind of going back to what's important. She is in the medical field. And so mass to her, remind her of her work. And she just was like, I just. I get it. She, I get it. She's like, she's like Sarah, I, I'm not moving because I want X amount of people right. or this or that. She's like, there's just something I can't get past. So she answered the question, yes, of course it's about marrying who she's marrying. Right. But her, she just didn't want a mask. Yeah. It just reminded her of her work. So fine. What, well, so no one does. I mean, that's not human nature. No. We're not We're not made to wear masks. No. But she, that was a deal breaker. That was an absolute deal breaker. So she says, I'm going to wait till next year. Yeah. So that's the last wedding. But with that said, everybody else, we're, we're kind of, you know, wrapping up the people who moved and now it's new bookings. But what I'm seeing is with the new bookings, it's a very unique, very rarely do we have that quote unquote cookie cutter wedding now. It's, it's, right. the wedding industry has changed. I see a lot of, of, of smaller weddings, yeah. different weddings. Um, a lot of the formalities have been cut out. However, the one formality that I still always see is you still get the speeches and you oh, still sure. have the parent dancing if people are lucky enough to have their parents there. Exactly. Because that's really like right. pulls at your heart. I mean, those are traditions I would never tell a bride to do oh. without. I mean, absolutely positively not. You know, there's some of the other crazy ones, you know, <laughs> that we can do without and you know, all of that. But you know, it's again too, it's it's all about okay, what what to, what, what can I tell my children, my grandchildren, that was like, you know, so fabulous about my wedding? If I had got a room full of 20 of my brides and went through the room, I'm going to tell you it's going to be a 70% that's going to say it was a blur. So take away what's important, you know, take away what's important. That's why I tell them, you know, they'll be on the, the fence about, oh, you know, well, I have this photographer who charges this much and this photographer who charges this much. I says, well, the more expensive photographer is a photographer. Right. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you right now, everybody can have a camera. Mm -hmm. Everybody can grab a camera. And I, and I preach this. I should record it. But everyone can have a camera, but that doesn't make them a photographer. And I'm trying to explain that those are your memories. Those are going to be pictures of things you didn't see. You know, that type of thing. And that's what, I was, that's what I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see that people are bringing their weddings smaller, and then they are spending the proper amount on the things that they yes. actually decided to have. So whether it be— Because in, they're not having 200 people they got to right. pay the caterer for. No, and, and so whether it's So important. you have more money to— Right to Do put what's important. Things, right. So if so if if your entertainment's important, they're putting their money with their entertainment. Yep. If their photographer's important, they're putting their money with a photographer. The wedding that you and Dan did, which unfortunately I wasn't able to attend because I was um, having my own personal issues with my my the, my child. Uh, as people know who follow me, they know that um, I did just have my son who ran into some medical issues in the beginning of his life, but he's he's better now. Um, but I wasn't even scheduled anyway. That was a Dan wedding. Um, um, I think, was lead. that right before he was born? That was that was right before. Mm, but right before, yeah, you're reason, ready to blow. <laughs> right, but the reason no, the, but the reason why I wasn't there was, was it was Dan's wedding. It wasn't mine. But the, but with that all said, it was right around the time 
that that was all happening. Um, and I basically I knew I was going in yeah. for birth, so I, I didn't take that wedding. Dan took it. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is she went like it was gorgeous when I was because I did edit the pictures. Yeah. Um, the the flowers that obviously was important to her. And you know what's funny, Dan? You remember when we were on the phone with her? Yeah. She she so she was a quote unquote. I love how we yeah. say COVID brides. Yeah. She was a reschedule, yeah. and she said, you know, I that she already got married, so she married him. This was her party. She goes, you know what though, Sarah? I don't care. She's like, flowers mm-hmm. are important to me. I told X amount florist. You know, I'm not gonna. It, well, it, she's like. She told. She said the name. She's like, I told her to go big. She oh, went yeah. big with it was right. like a, It was like a flower explosion. Yeah, yeah. In that. but that it was, was important her and to her. Her, 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 and her mother uh, was really loved flowers, and that was the one thing that she that she really wanted to have, and she really wanted her mother to be a part of. But it was important to her. Important to her, you know. And and I know exactly the bride you're speaking of. But the thing too with her, you know, when she had to reschedule. You know, she called me and she said, Scott, I'm super flexible. Plug me in any day you need to plug me in, and that'll be my new wedding. You know, it's funny you say that about her because the, one of the things when we called her to do our final detail appointment with her, uh, you know, she couldn't say anything. But, like, she was ranting and raving about you and about her wedding and how she's excited, and she was talking about the florals. And, you know, she actually, to plug the floor, she did Flowers by Samia. Yeah. So she says, I told Samia to go big. But you know what she was dealing with when we actually called her is she was like, yeah, I just got off the phone with, I think, her travel agent or somebody. It's something. Basically, because of the pandemic, she still couldn't have her honeymoon. So we were two weeks out of her wedding. And she's like, so now I'm just going to plan my honeymoon. So she's like, where do you think I should go, Sarah? Like, that's (laughs) the type of attitude you need to have. It's a roll of the punches because she knew that whatever date you put her in was the date she's going to get married. And, and actually, she already did get married because uh, because we did photograph. We mm-hmm. went out and mm-hmm. we did photograph her actual yeah. wedding. Uh, was um, it her mom's yard? At- it was at Cafe Nuovo. Oh, that's right. Yes. So she she got married at the small restaurant yeah. there, and then and then they had their celebration the next year. But the point is, she already married her husband. Yeah. She's love. They're in love. They were a year into it, and they're like, we just want to have a party, and but we want to have gorgeous big big flowers and you know what else she wanted to do she got another dress she's like you know what i just want a different look like she took she rolled with the punches like she just got another dress and she's like i just want to have a ball gown but and she trusted you that was the important part yes you know that she's like you. not yeah. even thinking about it you know well she's kept saying that that's right know. and she trusted mm-hmm. you dan yeah. she she when we were on the phone she just kept saying whatever dan did last year just have him do it again yeah that's like i just, just <laughs> right have him do it again. her demeanor was fantastic and if we could carbon copy that and put <laughs> something you know the bride's <laughs> coffee in the morning and something would be great but again here's that's a perfect example she took away what was important to her and that's you know what 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 I'm, what I'm trying to say here, like, it's so crazy, some of the stories, I know. Sarah. I mean, just some of the stories that, that I sit there and I'm like, is this really a question well, you're this asking is me? Why or we're... is this really what's important to you right now? You know, because I it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, the other part of this, too, is where you have these brides that, you know, were due to get married. And then by their new wedding date, a grandparent may have passed. Yes. Or God forbid, a parent may have right. passed. Um, right. You know, and you're dealing with... Those emotions that, right. you know, the woulda, shoulda, coulda if my wedding date was before. Um, 
you know, so this again, what's 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 the important part here? You know, right? I mean, but you know, and I mean, not to go down that side, but we have to discuss kind of the elephant in the room is that you know, as photographers and as event planners and dealing with weddings or as an emotional day with the people you love, not everybody is going to be there the next year right. or the year after and the year after. You know, so right. so I mean, I just. Steve and I celebrated our seventh year anniversary. We had on um, our wedding day, we did a time capsule. And so we said on our seventh year, we're going to open it up. Um, So what happened is uh, during our ceremony, we had cards and and words of advice from everybody that was there put in the time capsule with a bottle of wine that was going to age perfectly in seven years and a Twinkie. My husband just was like, Twinkies I heard are really good forever. So he wanted to see if it was still a Twinkie. (laughs) He did have a headshot with a Twinkie or something, too. That was the whole thing. So he wanted to make sure that this Twinkie. The funny thing is it's probably still in one piece. Well, that's that's what he claims. He claims in seven years. Yeah, so being one don't piece. Let him eat it. <laughs> so it's a Twinkie, but the reason why, so we just celebrated our um, our seventh year anniversary Labor Day. We still haven't opened up that time capsule because there are certain letters in there. I told you there's three people who are not with us, and we know they're in there, yeah. and we just don't want to open them up. We just haven't gotten yeah. to that point where we're ready well, to do that. Don't let it take. Don't wait too long. I, I think know. you should wait too long because don't forget when they're gone, they're still here. Yes. So you have to make sure that. You stick to what you wanted to do because they would want you to do it. They would want to do it. So let it go, you know, and listen, I'm going to go back to this. You just went through a very traumatic point point in your life that, like, changed you. I know it did. You know, we haven't had this conversation because we haven't sat face to face. But that literally, I mean, I was talked to over social media and Mm -hmm. talked to texting you and, and, and through the whole ordeal. But definitely changed you as a human being. And, again, I can... Guarantee maybe those few little things that were important to you before aren't so important to you now. So, and that goes back down to what we were talking about on the phone. I and know. that's kind of one of the things I'm talking about, yes. what's important. So it, exactly. And and so that exactly – you also had something in your life that yes. changed you. There was a turning point. I had a turning point just the past few months. So it's interesting. This is the first season that I'm walking into – Something that has changed me. Yes. I fi- physically will never be the person that right. I was walking into women and infants that left women and infants right. due to what happened with my son. So just because people probably yeah. what happened, you know, you I've 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 talked about it on social media, so you can go back in and, and look at it. But what I'm saying is, now that I'm at these weddings, and I tell Dan this all the time, I find myself having to ground myself a little bit more yeah. because I, when I have a bride or a groom or a couple that is just happy to be there and just wants us to capture the day, I, I my heart burst and I have so much excitement and I'm like, this is why I'm here yeah. and this is why I will do this exactly. again. However, there has been a couple of couples along the way this past summer that I just am like, if I have this couple again, I don't want to do this. And it has you nothing think? to do with what they do with me. Oh, it's you, just, only had a, it's just, you only had a few? Oh, jeez. Oh, well, that. But, but my tolerance is a little bit lower because I don't want to sit there and I don't want to listen to should the bridesmaid dress that is yellow be on this side or the one that's long be on this side and they're trying to rearrange the picture when I just want to be like, I just want to take the picture yeah. of the people you my, love. Good, I know what you're saying. My tongue got a little more razor-like this year. <laughs> um and before I, you know, I would always do it with a smile, and I still did it with a smile, but I did it with a little bit more to the point, because there's also the sense, a uh, sense of entitlement 
you know, that kind of goes along with being a bride, which again, yes, you're the bride. You're the most important person in the world that day. You know, there's nobody else around. You're the only one. Got it. However, however, you know, there's a, I, I have no tolerance anymore for disrespect and things like that. And it may not, it, it may not have even been focused at me. It may have been focused at another vendor. Or, or, or also to, or, it could or be to focused, an employee. Or, or, or it could be focused to your own you know, client. Like you yeah. said, one of the things you said is that you're an advocate. You're the cheerleader yeah. for your client. So if there's somebody that's disrespecting your client or not listening yeah. to your client. You we suffered, to... we suffered the staffing shortage at Skyline. Yes. Just like everybody else did um, as, as a wedding venue. And, you know, there were some situations that I had to get involved with that I normally wouldn't have where we were doing the best we can as a staff with what we had to work with so you could have your wedding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was, it was never the client. It was always a guest, mm-hmm. you know, because whatever, you throw a little alcohol in the mix and things kind of get <laughs> out of control. However, believe me, my tongue, and I have a very tactful way of saying it, is that we are doing the best we can. Right. There's no other, th- anything else I can tell you. We're doing the best we can. And, you know, hopefully people understand that. And again, there's times, you know, things that happen in people's lives that should change you, will change you. Yep. You don't know how they're going to change you, but they will change you. But, you know, my loss, which was a personal loss, changed me for the rest of my life. I'll never be the same person. But what it changed me is that it did because at the time I was a different person and I my priorities were a lot different. Mm -hmm. Now... My priorities are much different, and they're much more focused on what's important in life. And well, that's so actually, that's kind of how it led me into yes. what's important. And, and also, it goes back five years, but in the past couple of years, it really enforced it even more. It just kind of carried it through. And I think if I was maybe didn't suffer that loss, that I wouldn't have been as prepared to kind of go to, to kind of focus on the important thing, but. You know, um, I was. And that's also, too, which led you where you were at with Scott Connery Events. I mean, I saw your transformation. Yes. I ta- saw you take your experience. Then you suffered that personal loss. Yep. And then you are now where you're at now. Um, what I was going to say, though, is – sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Dan, what were you going to say? I was going to say – I was just going to say, for the brides listening, because I think that's who's, who's listening to this um, – or, or, would, or family members. Yeah, oh, sure, or, sure. Yeah. I would just say that the the passion that you guys are talking about is for the client. And if if a bride or a family member is going to take away something from this is to communicate that to your planner, your photographer. Because we, we get that a lot where, like, it's like, you know, we're going through lists of, you know, stuff that we want. And then it's like me with my mom's friends. And then if you get on the day and you're like, that's not really important to me. And then we we can do something else. Or if you get there and somebody who you didn't expect, a college friend or something, oh, can we get that? Because that goes on our pictures. list. Yeah. You're talking about yeah. the pictures. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe yeah. you want a champagne toast with somebody, right. yeah. you know, right. on the planner side. No, but that's but like communicating that, because we write that stuff down. We take that to heart. Oh, I want, oh, I got to get that. Not now. We, we'll see them later or something like that. We write that down. We want to do that. And certain, you know. 
just thinking about that. Well, you being know, being able to communicate it. That's I think what is I was. Important. That's what I was going to say is that um, I was going to tell a quick little story for the listeners, just to you get a little chuckle. But one of our clients that we were on the phone with, because we always do the detail appointments, said to us, "It's really important for her to get pictures. Hence, why we're there. Because you're not going to. I mean, you're not going to hire us if you don't care about pictures. So obviously, they care about pictures. But she wanted. What's important to her, Scott, was that she wanted to get into her wedding and just celebrate. Right. That's all she wanted to do. She's like, these people, like you said, that nobody feels obligated to come into her wedding. Right. So she knew that the people who were there wanted to be there and she wanted to be there with her. Right. So she was, she was like, look, she gave, Dan's talking about the list. She gave Dan and I a list, but she kept telling us on the phone, I, guys, I just want to get in to my party. Okay, so back, back to the wedding, we're doing the pictures and there's one bridesmaid just kept kind of holding up the show. Like, we kept yep. trying to tell her where to go. Like, can you stand here? Can you stand there? And there's reasons why we asked her to stand there. And she just kept, like, just not listening to us. So <laughs> I, I laughed oh. because a videographer that me and you know. And so then, annoying, though. I know. But so he so he could get away with it because he was, like, had the, he was like feeling punchy that day. I just think we're all at that point where we're like, this is not important, you know? So he goes, Literally, he said to the bridesmaid, no. So what happened is I was trying to have the bridesmaid turn into the bride because the bride had a side, and I'm there to serve my bride. Correct. It's her day. Her side was on one side. That's the way that she's going to stand, so I need the other bridesmaid to face that way because it's not her wedding. Literally, the videographer, I'm not going to mention his name, he was like, honey, you have to turn in. She goes, the bridesmaid looked at the videographer and says, no, but that's not my side. He goes, but this is not your wedding. <laughs> oh, I would have. That was like, call up the burn units. But but I I was so happy he said that because the bride just looked at him and lipped, thank you. Because it's it's not her day. It's not what's important. But also, too, it was taken away what the bride wanted to do. The bride wanted to take this picture so she could get out of there Mm -hmm. and go to the cocktail hour. My new razor tongue, I would have sashayed over to the girl with my hand in the air and said, darling, this is how it's going to play out. (laughs) This is what's going to happen. See the girl over there in the white dress? It's about her. Pay attention. Yeah. Because you have to get like that sometimes. Yes. Unfortunately, you do. And, you know, and then they'll snap out of it. They, no, they all laugh. They, they all laugh and they will snap out of it. But they do forget. I tell this to all the brides about these giant wedding parties. I'm like, no. And that's another thing I'm seeing. Wedding parties being much smaller. Mm. And I said, listen. Yeah. In the true matter here is when you're a female, you want everything to be perfect. Absolutely. I get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The guys, they shower an hour before, throwing the tux, and they're there. The girls. So when you have eight bridesmaids... I tell the bride, it's quickly not going to become about you and your day because everyone's, they're ladies. They want to be just perfect. So keep it small. You'll be much happier. Invite those girls to the wedding, but keep your wedding party small. You'll be so much happier on how everything else flows. So I guess, you know, with that said, you know, before we get into the wrap-up question, I think the the, the takeaway that we kind of all were just chit-chatting today was that, you know, every single one of us, I mean, it's a global pandemic. So we all, um, hopefully people haven't, have been fortunate enough to not have situations like me or you had where we had that that turning point. But the pandemic was definitely a turning point for everybody. It's a global pandemic. So if you are planning a wedding now post, like after the pandemic, kind of look at what the new trends are. Because I think what happens is I think well, us being in the wedding industry, we're seeing the trends change. But I think if you're planning a wedding, you know, talk to the event planner that you hired. Mm-hmm. Or if you haven't hired an event planner, just re-look re at what 
what is important and relook at what people have been doing because drastically the wedding industry has changed. And 100%. things what you thought were happening are not happening and things that were are not happening are successfully being changed, Correct. I guess is my point. That's a great point. And you know something, if, if it, you know, unfortunately, you don't want to say thank goodness for the pandemic for changing this, but if it took a moment for people to sit back and take a pause, which Again, the higher being, I think this was the way of saying everybody just needs to take a pause. Mm -hmm. You know, take a pause and think about it. That's all you have to do. And you're going to sit there and say that was the best decision I made. Yeah. All right, Scott. So I could sit here and talk to you all day long. But with right? that said, I know, right? I really, I mean, we got to have exactly. you back on. <laughs> so with that said, though, Scott, can you give us examples that our couples should be asking themselves as to what is important on their wedding day and how an event planner can help them get to that goal? Oh, gosh, there's so many, but I'll give you some of the top important ones. It's, it's number one is who should be there? Who should be there to celebrate with us and and share our day? Um, you know, number two would be, what do we want our memories to be from this day? And you know, lastly on the number three is that, what is today all about? What is our wedding day really all about? You know, so touching base is really on the first one is you know, what's important? Those people we've touched base on this hour talking about who should be there. It should be your closest and besties. Those are the people that you celebrate your everyday life with, that you're going to call in the morning and talk about, you know, your baby's first word or, you know, or you're going to go and have dinner with or you're going to, you know, bring over chicken soup to because they're sick. Like those are the people. Like you your ride or dies. Exactly. Yep. Those are the people you want there. That's that's important. And you really have to focus on, on that because really – the other fill-ins are just that. They're fill-ins, mm -hmm. you know, so. And I think you made a good point earlier in the episode that nobody feels obligated anymore to go. Correct. Nobody. No. Everybody's there because they want to exactly. be Exactly. I mean, I, you know, get invited to a lot of different events, and I have to be honest with you, I now say is this an important event that I have to go to. Now, remember, there's manners. If you do get an invitation, you must send a gift. <laughs> but, I mean, at the end of the day, I do it myself personally. Where who am I going to surround myself with? Mm -hmm. And 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 people aren't slighted. That's probably a good point. People aren't slighted if they don't get invited. No. So remember that. Um, the second one, I think, what was my second? So you said the first one was who should be there, which yeah. we just talked about. Okay. The second one is what do we want our members to be that day? Right. Yeah. So again, I, I'm just going to repeat myself. You're sitting on the couch watching your video, um, looking at your wedding album, you know, looking at all, you know, and at, with your children, you know, because I remember doing this, you know, with my parents, mm -hmm. you know, and then it was just a those got off of wedding books. Oh, yes. Um, but, you know, it's. You were sitting there, we had questions, and you want to talk about it, and you want to say, I remember that. You know, I remember that, you know, Uncle John put the tie around his head and was, like, doing the worm on the floor. You or know? even better. <laughs> that's a really bad example. But, 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 but I'm saying, like, even better, like, it should, like, for example, even, like, my children, when they look at our album, my kids know the names Correct. of every single person in that album. Bingo. You know, and not some stranger that, like, no. so you have to explain to them why they never see that person. <laughs> like, who's right. that person? Right. Oh, yeah, mommy doesn't talk to that person no. anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, you nailed it right there. Perfect. Perfect. So, you know, it should be about, you know, going back. These memories should be just that. Memories, solid memories embedded in your mind that you'll never forget. I love it. And then your third, you said, is what is today is all about. Like, what is today all about? Exactly. And, you know, at the end of the day, 
it's about the bride and groom. It's about the marriage. It's about the wedding. It's about the union of two people. It's about a new beginning. It's about beginning your life with someone that you love. It's just the future. And I think that is the most important thing that in any little detail that you're doing about your wedding that you go back to. That, you know, maybe should have been number one. That should be really what you go back to and say to yourself, you know what, does this matter? Because like my bride said, I'm just excited about marrying him. I'm just excited about marrying her. And that's where really, really all that matters in this big day. And I think also, too, the takeaway that people should take away when listening. I mean, obviously, um, you know, I, I would love it if they all hired you, you know, honestly. Thank and you. if they do, I think anybody who's listening to right now would understand that you're going to lead with this. You're going to lead with bringing this all yep. back to you them. You have nothing to worry about with me by your side. Yeah, absolutely. So with that said, Scott, I just want to say thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. I know. On this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled, I um, was really looking forward to having you on when Dan told me that you wanted to be a guest. I'm like, absolutely. Duh. <laughs> Um, but I think you really helped your li- the, Thanks, the listeners. Dan. See, Dan? There Thank you go. You, Dan. There we go. Props for me. But I think you really helped our listeners just become one step closer to their journey of stress-free wedding planning. Great. You, um, but you know, I think you just helped them kind of refocus. Yeah. And, and for all those listeners that are out there listening, I think the takeaway of today's episode was just as simple as what's important to you. But with that said, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes. Um, so Scott Connery events, the best way to reach me is I'm going to just give you my cell phone yeah. number because that is the liver ride or die only way today. <laughs> um, it's 401 440-1846 and that's my personal cell feel free to call that and um, my consultations are for free again it's a little meeting to see if we blend if we gel and um, you know give me a call I would love the opportunity to talk to you all you know I think just to just to kind of say something out there is that you know when Dan and I are doing these and we, we, we are podcast launch bi-weekly on a Thursday, We I always ask people at the end of the show that one question. And people give their websites, their social media handles, their business lines. But Scott, you were the first one that gave, gave your personal cell phone number out. And I think that has a lot. That, that nope. should say a lot. I want to talk to you. I don't want you to look at, you know, anybody can look at a picture. Anybody can look at a website. Anybody can look at a social media. But I want to actually speak to you. So with that said, what I will do for those people listening is, as always, I'll have the show notes on our blog. You can go to sarahzarella.com backslash podcast, and I will have all of the show notes from today's episode, and I will also have Scott Connery's personal cell phone on there. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, 
We have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.